<laughs> do you want me to do the whole spiel again, or should we just start with left off? No, I'm actually asking you. Whole spiel, I guess. Hmm? Whole spiel, I guess. Welcome to another episode of Pokemon... I almost said Pokemon World Tour United. That's a different show. Oh, this kind of spiel. No, no, no. Let's continue. Okay. <laughs> so, you guys... Wait. You guys said you're headed south towards Sanja? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So you head down this path, and once again, this is a very nice pastoral route. It is very windy, though. Like, you can see a lot of trees in front of you, and you can kind of peer between them to see where the path goes. But for the most part, you kind of have to go back and forth and back and forth to get to people. This reminds me of something, but I can't quite put my finger on it. Out of character, I'm thinking of initial B. (laughs) (laughs) It's not really sloping, though. It's just a winding path that twists through grassy fields. Chuck Wagon don't care what you're on. <laughs> so you guys go through, are you looking for any trainers or Pokemon or items or whatnot? Uh, probably do a general perception. Yeah, see if we see anything. Oh, yeah, and just before we left, one of, my, one of the things I did in the morning is I did my tutor training for RVE. What to teach him? I taught him bug bite. Nice. And as of right now, and yesterday I taught um, li- or liquidation to Krabby. I got 13 on perception. I'm just okay. looking for I got anything noticeable. I got me. 12 and yeah. I'm... <clears throat> Did you even perceive anything, Gabriel? Yeah. Nothing, look, not looking for anything in particular. I'm just explore, exploring the landscape. Uh, 10, 17. Alright. So you guys see, also on this route, you actually notice that some of the plant life on this route doesn't quite match up with what you've used, you're used to in your week-long journey so far of what you would expect. Some of it is a lot more tropical than you'd think. In fact, Julian, some of it looks like familiar, like the kind of stuff that you would see back home. Oh. You also hear a familiar noise coming from the trees, going... Hey, that's a pick And as you say that, a little pick flutters out from the trees, and it pecks at the bark. I... Because I am a... Hillbilly from Kanto, pull out the Pokedex. Pick a peck, the woodpecker Pokemon. It pecks at trees with its hard beak. You can get some idea of its mood or condition from the rhythm of its pecking. I'll use my um, my Poke Psychologist for intuition to see how it is feeling. Some concern for Julian because he's a flying type. Thirteen. It seems calm. It also... You see it, and you see it notice you guys, and begin to fly over. But it seems in a pretty relaxed mood. And as it gently glides over, it alights calmly upon (laughs) Julian's shoulder. And begins tapping on his head. (laughs) 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 Not very hard. Just, this seems like... And your Poké Psychology is still going, and you're like, this seems like something it enjoys. (laughs) It... It's not mad at you. It it, it it likes doing this. Okay. Wait, wouldn't I know that? 
I, I'm living in LA, and I think I would have seen like this happen a couple times. Yeah, but like, just to your family. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh this is uh, nothing out of the ordinary. <laughs> I give it a orange berry. And it looks at the berry and kind of pecks it, and then it flutters off. Okay. And you guys continue down the route. You see some more Pokemon. You see some more Pikapek just pecking at the trees here and there. <laughs> you see occasionally coming out of the bushes, you see some Pikachu and some Vulpix playing with others of their kind and each other. Oh, that's adorable. And then, uh, Gabriel, when you initially were surveying the route, you thought you saw just, like, a big brown and green basketball. But when you look closer, you realize it's actually covered in feathers. Yeah, see that over there? Yeah. Let's check it out. I think it might be a Pokemon. It's covered in feathers. Hmm. Pokedex. Pokedex. Rowlet, the grass quill Pokemon. This wary Pokemon uses photosynthesis to store up energy during the day while becoming active at night. Hey, there he is! <laughs> oh, I recognize it. And it's just, yeah, it's since it's the early morning, it's just sleeping like. So, do we want to stop and catch some Pokemon? No, no, I kind of just want to get the sand gem. Unless, well, it's up to you guys. If you guys want to battle anything. I'm again, we're probably going to be coming back through here. If the map is right, I have the map in front of me like a <laughs> door. <laughs> you, you know there's a... Oh, I didn't think of a word for Poco, it. There's an app. Yeah, there's an app for that. Well, I made my bed. I must lie in it. <laughs> no. If we're going to go to Jubilife again, or say, head further west, then we got to come through here again. So... Yeah, we'll come and back. when you fold up the map, you see a little girl standing in front of you. And she's got like a big bandage across her nose, and she's giving you the glare of someone who wants to fight. Okay, I guess we're gonna do this. That's right! Our eyes met, and now it's time for a Pokemon battle! That's what she send out. She sends out a Vulpix. Vulpix! That's not okay. what Vulpix sounds like. Vulpix! There we go. I'm gonna send out, because we haven't seen her in a while, Clary! Yeah! Ooh, yo. Um, so what's the speed? What's your speed? My speed is... Seven. Okay, so Vulpix goes first. Okay. Okay, Vulpix! Let's activate your Foxfire ability! And the Vulpix kind of tilts its head back and goes, Vulpix! And spews some little fireballs into the air and then they just kind of hover there. Cool. Now we'll get them with the baby doll eyes! And Vulpix looks cutely at... Oh wait, I have to roll the accuracy. Yeah. 13. Vulpix looks cutely at Calamity like, Vulpix! Um, 
What does Baby Doll Eyes do? That lowers, lowers attack, attack by one. one. Okay. So, because I am unfair, hey Calamity, use dig. I just assume Calamity just like salutes and just starts <laughs> sinking into the ground. <laughs> she also spins around as she does that. <laughs> oh no, not a dig. Um, um, can I use Roar? And Vulpix tries to roar, but of course it misses because Calamity's not there. Alright. 19 to hit. Hang on! Let's see if we can get him back with a fox fire! So, what that does is uh, Vulpix can use Ember as an interrupt action. Oh. So, is there anything I can do? I'm going to check. Interrupt moves may be declared in the middle of another combatant's turn to allow the user to take an action. They work similar to priority effects in that they only allow you to take the action that has interrupt and not a full turn. So it uses Ember on you and is going to hit. So that's going to do 23 damage. But that is also double resisted by Calamity because she's dragging ground, right? Yeah. So that's a quarter damage after defense. Yeah, so what's Calamity's special defense? Special defense is 7. So 23 minus 7 is 16. So it's going to do 4 damage. Oh! So I'm guessing just as Calamity pops up, she gets hit by the amber, but then she's like, ow. Yeah. And your dig also goes through as well. So did you already roll for that? Yeah, I got a 19. Okay, so dig also hits. Um, so How much damage does Calamity... That's 24 stab plus type advantage. But yeah, Vulpix is now in the yellow. Ah, I got a hefty little Vulpix. Yeah, my big sister helped catch them for me. Okay. Ah, fuck, why not? Calamity, use Dragon Rage. 16. And how much does that, that just does a set amount of damage, right? Yeah. How much? Um... 15 hit points. Oh no! Vulpix, you're getting weak! Um, okay, let's try. Now we're gonna hit them with a roar! And that will hit. So, Vulpix roars somehow, and Calamity gets spooked and immediately pops back into her Pokeball. Okay. Um. Hey, Myra, you go now. Needle! Alright. Use a double kick on, on that bolt fix. So the first one is a 6. The next one is a 12. Alright, and so those both hit. Myra, how does Myra take out the bolt picks? Uh, let's see. I'm probably still riding on Billy. Myra's on my shoulder, so she had all, like, basically fought down and then jumped and covered whatever main distance was and basically, like, turned around midair and just went, like, bam, bam with the legs. So Vulpix, nothing. Vulpix! 
sticks and she faints. The little girl's like, Okay, good job, Volkwix, return! Now I'm gonna use a Pokemon the Big Brother caught for me! Go! Abra! <laughs> Abra. So Myra goes underground. Okay, Abra, use uh and then she pulls out a notepad. What is what Abra only knows teleport? Oh <laughs> Abra use teleport! And Abra teleports from one spot of Alfield to another spot. Abra And now Myra pops out because she's got just that accurate. 17. So that's 19 plus 8. 27. So that also puts Abra in the red. Cool. Uh, oh man! There's nothing else we can do! Uh. There's nothing else I can do. I wrote myself into a corner. <laughs> <laughs> Abra! Come on! Please! Do you have any other moves that you can learn? Think! Jump! Drive, just dive into your deepest psychic powers and think of a move! Oh no. And then Abra squints its already closed eyes really hard, and then head begins to glow blue and sparkle. Uh oh. And Abra is going to use Zen Headbutt. Okay. And it flies right past Myra. <laughs> well, that happened. Hey, that was a good tr- try. Yeah. That was a good job. I made Abra figure out a move all on my own. I'm the greatest Pokemon trainer ever. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to pop that bubble so hard. My are you scratch. Three. Oh, are you? <laughs> Too soon. And Abra teleports away again. Yay, you did it! Now, Abra, use another Zen headbutt! And Abra tries really hard, and then it just kind of fizzles out like, Oh, is that not a move you can use every turn? And Abra shakes his head. Okay, Abra, use teleport again. (laughs) Okay, Myra, we can come back from this. Oh, for fuck's sake, she uses scratch again, but it's a one. Oh, no. Chips and nail. <laughs> she got her as her claws stuck in a stump. Okay, now maybe TV can do it this time. Abra, charge up another Zen headbutt. Eight. Oh, does Myra have an evasion higher than four? Uh, her evasion is. Is it physical or special? Physical. No, she's got a one. Okay, so that is going to hit. So that is. It's gonna be super effective because she's poison type. So it's 30 damage. Oh, minus your defense. Yeah, minus physical defense. Minus physical, so 9. So that becomes 21. And add, so 31 damage. Alright. And Abra charges, and this time it's a pretty direct hit. Myra goes flying and she stumbles and rolls, but then she gets back up because she's here for it. Okay, and hey, we keep forgetting about abilities. Yeah. So, Abra are, is now going to be poisoned. Oh. Because Myra has poison point. <laughs> and Abra's already in the red. So Abra 
kind of like starts to quiver and some purple spots appear on it. Like, oh no, Abra's been poisoned! But wait a second! Abra has synchronized! Can that even work on a mirror poison Pokemon? <laughs> and so Abra like glows purple and some small purple orbs fly over to Myra and then they just pop and nothing happens. Well, that ain't <laughs> Myra just looks annoyed. Can poison Pokemon not get poisoned? Nope. Nope. Ah, fiddle with- sticks. Same rules with steel. No. Okay. Let's do this one more time. Where are you, Scratch? Fucking Christ, too! <laughs> you will kill somebody. Oh, no, you are using somebody else's 20. No. Okay, Abra, this is our chance. Use. Can't use him, Headbutt. <laughs> use teleport, but do it like a really cool way! And Abra disappears and then reappears, but it's floating upside down. Oh, that's cute! And I guess it gets poisoned again. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it just falls to the ground, like... It managed to teleport so it doesn't bonk on its head, and it teleports right beside the little girl, and then it faints. Aww. Aww. Well, you did a good job, Agnes Abra. Return! Yeah, Myra, come back here. Zhut. Jumps back up to my lap and I give her pets, avoiding her poisonous <laughs> spines. I mean, I'm sure she wouldn't poison you intentionally. Yeah. I mean, you gave it your all. Yeah, you did good. Yeah, I mean, I guess if we're being honest, I wasn't supposed to be doing Pokemon battles. Big Brother and Big Sister just gave me those Pokemon so I could get used to it, and Big Brother said, Only use the Abra if you're in danger, because it only knows teleport. But it shows him because I was able to teach Abra Zen Headbutt. Yeah. Yeah, point there. Yeah. 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 Just keep at it. Um. Probably should go back to town and get those Pokemon's healed up. Yeah, I'm gonna do that right away. I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna tell all the kids in the Pokemon Trainer School that I was in a real Pokemon battle. Actually, do you want to ride? <gasps> do I get a ride on your ponyta? Yeah. Yay! So she runs over, and d- is she? You're gonna let her jump on, or is when you gonna lift her on? We're gonna lift her on. Yeah, but she's gonna get a burn. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you make your way back to Jubilife. You drop the girl off at the Pokemon Center because the uh, trainer school is just a few blocks away, anyways. Yeah. So I just realized something. Hmm. I can only ever refer to my Porygon and uh, Aerodactyl in the same vein. That's Bebop and Rocksteady. It's not Rocksteady and Bebop. It's always Bebop and Rocksteady. Yep. So, who do we want to visit first? I'll call June over and we'll meet the parents. About Well, you guys are in Jubilife. You haven't gotten to Sanjo. Oh, we're not? You, you barely started going down the route. It was closer to get to Jubilife. And then also, she was at the Pokemon Trainer School. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize we went back. Yeah, I said you guys go back to Jubilife. Okay. Okay. And then... <laughs> All the way on our way to Sanjo. Also, I'll just more. message June and be like, hey, I'm on my way to Sanjo. Um, you don't get a reply. Alright, she probably saw it. <laughs> Left me on scene. <laughs> Actually, no, it's not even on scene. Huh. Whatever. Maybe she's doing something. Probably. She's probably doing some training. Alright, that's almost all, all that girl does. <laughs> I take a look at the news to see if there's any other bird-related incidents. 
idea. <laughs> Don't find anything specific. The San Gem Gazette. Does it have anything in it? <laughs> it's just like got some photos from a few days ago of June just like chilling on the beach with her Pokemon. Most of it is taken up by Tachikoma just trying to get really close to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we have to keep on moving. Alright. Um, well, while you got, While you guys... Actually, no, no. Never mind. I'll save that for next time. You come to Jewel Life. Okay. You guys have spent a lot of time in Jewel Life. Yeah. And you whipped no. through a lot of stuff way quicker than I expected. Yeah. I was like, I'll just do all the Jewel Life stuff and we'll be prepared for the weekend. No. Alright, so we keep going down Route 202... So once again, the kind of Pokemon you see are Pikapex, Vulpexes, Pikachus, and you saw at least one Ruff- Rufflet, not Rufflet, Rowlet, that was sleeping. <laughs> it's a sleepy boy. Uh, I'm not interested it's in all in your hands. Uh, I'm not interested in any of the Pokemon, so... I mean, yeah, you don't have to catch every single Pokemon. You yeah. don't even want to fight them to train? It's actually not a bad idea. Mass battle. <laughs> <laughs> Are you I mean, for cereal? I mean, sure. I'll train against these wild Pokemon with all my Pokemon. Actually, I'll only specifically... Yeah, I'm not prepared to handle that many Pokemon at once. <laughs> you don't even have to like do the actual battle. You're just like, oh, you, you did some training with them. Okay. Wait, I didn't get a chance to uh, train, yeah. uh, get uh, Zubat in a battle. Can I also... You know what? The yeah, that... let's let's do a double battle with like a Pikachu and a Volpix. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you two go ahead. I'll watch the kids. So Julian and Gabriel seek out a wild Volpix and Pikachu to fight. How do you goad them into fighting with you? You have some classes in intimidate, don't you? Wait, Poke Psychologist. I can be intimidating to Pokemon. I mean that works. Yeah. I do like a get over here uh, g- gesture at the two Pokemon. Yeah. Using Poke Psychologist. 12. 18. Yeah, that'll do it. You. <laughs> so, yeah, you do an, a get over here <laughs> at a Pikachu and a Vulpix who are just kind of catching about, and they see you, and they're like, okay, yeah, let's do this, let's battle. <laughs> and they both bound over, and they're ready. Alright, I send out Bebop. I send out High Flyer. Okay, and the first one to go will be Pikachu. And Pikachu is going to use Thundershock on Bebop. That is going to hit. That is going to be 23 minus special. Uh, minus 10, so 13. He's beefy. Beefy boy. Beef Bob. <laughs> Beef Bob. <laughs> 42. Okay, so High Flyer is going to go next. Okay. Well, that Pikachu is the biggest threat to my Zubat right now, so I'm going to focus it. I'm going to go with an Astonish. 12. That's going to hit. And that is 6 attack, 15 damage. Alright, and then last the defense. We'll make it. So oh, High Flyer flies over gives the Pikachu a spook, but it doesn't do a lot of damage. Pikachu is still ready, raring to go. Yeah. Next is going to be Bebop, and are you going to use Bebop's Trace ability? Uh, actually, I forgot about that. Uh, what does Trace do? Trace 
is the ability known by the target to the main enemy. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to get the ability of the Pikachu. Anyways, I'm going to use the move Conversion 2, which the user becomes the elemental type of their choice as long as the type resists the elemental type of the move it took the last uh, took damage from until the end of the encounter. So I'm going to change his type to dragon. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't think of that. I thought you were just going to go ground, but okay, sure. Dragon. <laughs> so well, it, I don't think it, it can uh, take ground because that's... I'm not sure if that counts as resist. As long as it resists the elemental type. That would I think it's count. But yeah, dragon also resists it. Yeah. And also dragon is helpful because I believe it also resists fire. So the bebop kind of flashes a bit and then the colors shift and it turns dark blue and like steel gray. And then you also see some little polygons pop out of the sides of its head and two out of the back. Hey! That's cool. And now it is the Vulpix's turn. The Vulpix is going to use Ember. And it's hitting High Flyer. That is a hit. So Ember is going to do 23. 23, that's 7, 15, 16. And then, because it's a priority move, Vulpix is gonna repeat and use quick attack and that's also going to hit high flyer for 18 and now it's the Pikachu's turn Pikachu is going to use play nice on Bebop and miss (laughs) hard so so Pikachu tries to like make some cute moves so that Bebop drops his guard, and Bebop just keeps staring straight ahead. <laughs> Put it on. Pika! Alright, buddy. I lost a bit of health there. I'm going to go with an Absorb on Pikachu. 16. Alright, how much damage is coming at the Pikachu? 13. Oh, so then after defense, and then half of that. And High Flyer's gonna regain 3 hit points. Now it is Bebop's turn. Alright, Bebop is going to use uh, Psybeam. On which one? Pikachu. As a 9. That'll hit. Uh, 17, 27 damage coming its way. Alright, and you managed to take Pikachu into the red. As psychic waves fly out of Bebop's eyes, and Pikachu gets blasted away, like, Pika! And like, scampers back. She's very bedraggled now. Choo! Hmm. Oh, yeah, and I guess it would be Pikachu's t- turn again. Yeah. The last Pikachu is going to use Quick Attack on Bebop. That's going to hit. Every time it looks like it's going to land <laughs> right there and land on something low and then it falls off. Mine's high. That's going to be 20 damage coming to Bebop. Uh, mine's 10, so 10. It's at 32. And then will be High Flyer again. High Flyer will take, be on 
Hmm? Take out that Pikachu. Gang up. Yeah, I'll go for another Astonish. Or, I'm gonna throw a potion at my uh, Zubat first. That's a free action. Yep. And then, yeah, I'm gonna go with an Astonish. 11. That will hit. You said you're at the Pikachu? Yep. 16. How does fly, High Flyer take out the Pikachu? It is a physical move. So I guess it's like he flies like around in behind, like gets right in there, his face and headbutts him. Like, All right. flies past it, making the Pikachu think he missed, and he like loop de loops, and then right headbutts like the Pikachu in the face. And Pikachu is knocked out. Vulpix looks at Pikachu concerned, and he looks back at Bebop. Now Vulpix is going to use Ember. That's going to hit. 23 damage, minus special, and then resistant. Yeah. So special defense is 10. So 13. And then resisted is half. So 7. He's at 25. And that's his, their turn? Yeah. Uh, use Jackal. That's an 18. That's 17 plus 10, 27 damage coming its way. 27 physical? Yeah. And now the Vulpix is going to use Baby Doll Eyes again on Bebop. And miss. <laughs> <laughs> so, now it's a high flyer. Now it is high flyer. High flyer goes in another Astonish. Oh, 19. So I'm also going to flinch it. Nice. So that's another 16 damage. Alright. Finish it off with tackle. It's a 7. That beats the AC. How does Bebop take out the Vulpix? Uh, I assume after uh, it's astonished and like flinched like Bebop, instead of just like really waiting, just kind of like charges forward, just like Bebop, <laughs> and just kind of rams it. All right, so you've knocked both of these Pokemon out. All right, that's a good day. <laughs> Watch. No, no. Uh, I go pick it up. I'm like it, you did good today. Good job. And Hell then, yeah. which one did you pick up? Uh, I picked up the Vulpix. Alright, and then the Vulpix begins to float out of your hands. And as does the Pikachu, and they both float above your heads. And as you follow them, they go back, and they fall into the hands of another Pokemon. And it's orange and yellow, and it seems to be floating on its own tail. So, I've been watching the entire time, and... uh, (laughs) Click. Raichu, the mouse Pokemon. It... Raichu, (laughs) stop interrupting me. (laughs) Dilly dee, dilly dee. Raichu, the mouse... Oh, it's Raichu. I'm going to at your face. (laughs) (laughs) Dee dee dee, dee dee Raichu, the mouse Pokemon. It only evolves to this form in the Alola region. According to researchers, its diet is one of the causes of this change. In fact... That, yeah, that's an Alolan Raichu. Hey. What is it doing here? And as a matter of fact, this this 
this habitat is unfamiliar to me. Yeah. Well, wait, you're from here. Yeah. The, I, I haven't, I've never seen these, what, Picapex? Yeah, what the... Actually, okay. Gabe, rule general education. Oh, okay. You, you would, would, you would know, know this. this. I would know this. It's a okay. beach town. Wait, Pokemon yeah. general? Okay. I was figuring because your sister's here that... Yeah. So... Yeah, 13. So you actually know why there seems to be several Alolan Pokemon here, and it's because... Ever since the Alolan Embassy moved to Sanjum a few years mm. ago, they've been steadily introducing some more Alolan Pokemon to the area. And of course, that causes all the fauna to change as well. Oh, okay. Mm. Alright, I retract that. Wait, hold on. No, never mind. I'm dumb. I just haven't been here for a while. That's okay. I've never been here at all. <laughs> so, want to keep on going? Oh, does the Raichu, like... The Raichu just kind of holds him in his arms. Raichu! And then it just flies away. Godspeed. Towards, towards the direction of Sand Jim. Godspeed, you funky mouse. Surfing, surfing mouse. Surfing mouse. Surfing mouse. <laughs> now, now I want to see a Raichu surfing a Pikachu. <laughs> it's a mouse surfing mouse. <laughs> because the Pikachu knows surf. Yeah, actually, oh shit. <laughs> Alright, we hop back on the chuck the wagon. The image is too blessed. <laughs> hop back on the chuck wagon. Alright, you get on that wagon. And we take off down to San Jim. Also, what do we get for XP? Um, Bebop and High Flyer will each get 40, the rest will get 20. So, while we're doing this, what's, uh, what's going on? What's up? Um, you can, uh... What's everyone's perception at right now? Like, skill rank? Four. Uh, I got three. three. Okay. Um, everybody roll perception. 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 Okay, 17. Hey, Charles. <laughs> um, Belle, you notice that Pearl, because I'm assuming Pearl is out of her Pokeball? Yeah. yeah. You notice that Pearl is especially intrigued by one of the cases of Cool Rocks. So, Julian, your uh, Sableye's really interested in one of your uh, cases of Cool Rocks. Well, she gnarly is. What's, what's in here? I open it up. It, it's Cool Rocks. Hmm. I grab her and stick her in. <laughs> what do you find? <laughs> and she just kind of looks at them all. She makes the, some fingers at them. She kind of grabs at them. And then she grabs one that kind of looks like it had been cracked open and then sealed back together. And she just sticks it in her mouth. It's not the only one like that. There's a few like that. Okay, I grab one that looks kind of like that. What is this? Perception? Sure. Okay. That's a nine. It's a cool rock. It's a cool rock. How about I roll some perception? Sure. Shit. Nine, ten, eleven. 
You are slightly able to appreciate the coolness of this rock <laughs> more than Julian is. Game? I'll take a look at it. <laughs> I got a nine. No, no, wait. six. Eleven. Same as Belle. Yeah. You can um, just, you, it's like you finally understand what Julian sees in these rocks. Man, this really is a cool rock. I know, right? Okay. Um, where's the... Let me help you with that, because... Oh, yeah. Wait. I'm gonna send a plus three to that one. <laughs> Alright. It's a lot better. 10, 17, plus 3, 20. Yeah. With the 20, don't notice anything special about this rock, but you turn to poor Pearl, and you see she's not eating the rock, she's just kind of holding it in her mouth. She's well, not eating that rock. Hey, Pearl, open your mouth. No, show, show daddy. <laughs> show dad what you have. Ah, and she opens out the six-hour tongue, and the rock's just kind of sitting on her tongue. Covered in saliva. Yeah. That's it? Well, didn't you say that it had, like, a crack going in, and it looked like it was put back together? Yeah. Maybe split it open again? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> covered in ooze. <laughs> and yet, that was you opening it? Yeah. yeah. And you just see these two little yellow and green eyes staring out inside it. What? And then a little green vine snakes out from inside the crack and grabs the part you opened and snaps it closed again. <laughs> Pokedex? I don't know why I do this to myself. expect you to, f- to find it this soon. <laughs> the secret of the gold rocks. They weren't rocks at all. They're like feral thorns or what? That's steel. It's a seed. Dilly dee, dilly dee. Pharaoh seed. The thorn oh. seed Pokemon. It's a pharaoh seed. When threatened, it attacks by shooting a barrage of spikes, which gives it a chance to escape by rolling away. I so... put that back on their top. <laughs> so how many pharaoh seeds do we now have? How many pharaoh seeds <laughs> do we have? <laughs> I just like a, a more important thing was Cool Rock Guy selling Pokemon. Was he selling Pokemon? <laughs> 
So you're scanning your Pokedex at them all? And every I'm just t- doing like a general scan. And, and just comes back. Number. No Pokemon detected. No Pokemon detected. No Pokemon detected. So that's just the Pharaoh scene. Yeah. Throw a Pokeball at it. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a d20. 16. <laughs> I mentally decided boys are gonna have to roll a 16 or higher. <laughs> it's not even fully built yet! <laughs> and you have so many Pokemon! <laughs> I should have played a party on it! Last table. No, don't do that. I need to fucking lie down. <laughs> Stop all over your bed. My <laughs> nice socks are slipping on your floor. <sighs> Give me these loaded chips. Give me a taste of feet. <laughs> all right, Pharaoh seed. Great. Awesome! I actually do really like Pharaoh Thorn, so this is great. So, catch the Pharaoh Seed. Do you let it out again? I let it out into the cool Brock's box. And you let out, and it just kind of hugs the covering of rocks over it closer. So, I guess you're not complete? I don't know what to do in this case. Uh, hmm. And then Pearl walks over. And she grabs it, and she starts to pull the rocks bits off of it. <laughs> and it's, you can see the metal carapace underneath, but Pharisee keeps trying to grab the rocks and pull it close, and pull it close, da da da, da. <laughs> And then as it's doing that, we flash back to your time at the Orberg Gate. Your cart is just sitting, unattended, in the middle of the tunnel. We can hear screams as people are going down ancient slides. And a pharaoh seed just bounces up to the cart and it bounces inside. <laughs> and one of its vines comes out and it opens the crate and it looks in and it sees all these cool rocks. So it picks one up and it smashes it. And it just takes its vines and it starts wrapping itself up in the cool rock, goes inside the crate, and falls asleep. <laughs> oh, wow. What a strange, strange set of circumstances. It just wants to be a rock. <laughs> so maybe get get Pearl off of that poor Pharisee. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just gonna recall Pearl for a second. <laughs> Pearl seems to grab the bits and pulls them back together. All right, buddy, you just hang out in there. How about proceed? Sounds good. Gotta think of a name for this guy now. Okay, so, yeah, you've got a pharaoh seed now. <laughs> uh, what's its gender? Your Amazon squadron grows by another member. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. I'm just checking. You, I think you only have two male Pokemon? I have three. Well, you have three. And one gender And a DOS box. Yeah. yeah. I am going to name it Cagney. After the flower from Cuphead. 
Oh, Cagney Carnation. I thought after Cagney and Lacey, and then you have to find another Pokemon to name Lacey. I mean, I guess. Does anyone else want to do anything else on this route? No, I don't think so. I'm going to use my last uh, mentor ability to make RVD relaxed instead of impish. I thought you could only use that once a day. Um, it's still the same day. The the feature mentor, daily times three. Okay. So what I already did was um, gave Expanded Horizons to the Machop, then changed Rock uh, Machop's nature, and now I'm changing RVD's nature, and that'll be the last thing I can do today. What did you change it to? Uh, Machop's or... RVD's. Oh, RVD's. He was impish. I'm changing it to relaxed. Now you have a chill bug. <laughs> yeah. You guys, you're winding your way down Route 202, and you can see the beginnings of Sandgem Town. You can hear the ocean. You can see the beach. And you can also see a familiar figure bending down and feeding some treats to nearby Pokemon. And they're wearing a Logos lab coat. Hey! Turns around, and it's Cameron. Oh, hello there. I didn't know you were coming this way. I decided to take a quick detour. Yeah, I have a couple reasons to come down here. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I have heard that Sandgem is quite a lovely town. Say, did you happen to run into a little girl on your way here? Yes. Yeah, yeah an energetic little bugger had a... Had a battle and we took her to this, back to the school. Ah, uh, yes, that would be Hannah Lee. She quite enjoys Pokemon battling, even though I have told her several times that she is not quite old enough to be that powerful. Well, she's um, she's getting stronger. Oh, did she did not win? Did she? No, oh. no, no. But she did teach that Abra Zen headbutt. Oh, really? What an interesting turn of events. <laughs> and he pulls out a tablet and he types that in. An attitude like that could be very important for future research. I will definitely have to check in with her next time I visit the school. Of course. And that Abra, well, I knew there was something special about it when I caught it for her. So are you the older brother she was talking about? Well, adoptive older brother. Many students at the trainer school are also, unfortunately, orphans, or simply in situations where they cannot stay at home. Me and Ashley came from similar situations. In that sense, we have many younger brothers, sisters, and younger siblings in general. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, we got business to get to, but it was nice seeing you. Oh, I was hoping I could ask you for a Pokemon battle. Oh. I have not myself witnessed your skills firsthand. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Very well. Let's see how you can do against my Pokemon. And be warned, I'm not going to hold back. Alright. We'll, we'll go out proud. We'll go with good old Krabby. Ah, what an interesting specimen. Does the lack of a claw hamper his attack ability in any way? No, we just have to watch out when we do anything gra- that involves, you know, grabbing. And gra- uh, grappling. But other than that, he's doing fine. All that power he lost in one arm went to the other arm. <laughs> yes. An interesting development. In that case, I shall choose my Pokemon, Esper! And he tosses a Pokeball out, and a tiny little gray cat thing pops out. And its eyes are huge. 
Uh, I'm losing myself well, in those eyes. I stick out my Pokedex. Fucking autocorrect turns you to expire. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know that the bell is kind of like, you know, laying in the wagon with like, sunglasses <laughs> the on. The fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. Esper, the restraint Pokemon. The organ that emits its intense psychic power is sheltered by its ears to keep power from leaking out. Cool. <laughs> kind of creepy. <laughs> and what is Claw's speed? Uh, right here. Uh, five. All right. So, es- very well, Esper. You have the first move. I suggest you use confusion. <laughs> and Esper tries to use confusion but it opens his ears a little too much and just kind of gets blasted back. Aww. <laughs> and Cameron looks at him so like, Oh, Esper, you must be careful of your powers. They are quite powerful. <laughs> Dear. Now he's starting to sound like Captain Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting better. <laughs> Alright, Krabby, let's go with that move I just taught you. Let's go with some liquidation. That is going to hit. Okay, let's. Yeah, it doesn't show a threshold for the effect, so I, I get it, it lowers its defense. On a 17 plus. Oh, okay, no, I didn't continue reading. Never mind. It was on a completely yeah, different line. Yeah, went to a different line. I fixed that. <laughs> Alright, so how much damage is coming at? Okay, 27 stab. 54. And let's see, that's it. Because it shows 27 stab. And, and what I does this some... attack look like? Liquidation? I, I, I'm assuming he just shoots out a spray of like hot water. Well, it's I physical. Think... Yeah, oh. So let's say that Krabby, his claw grows bright blue, and he scuttles over and just slams it into Esper. <laughs> and Esper stumbles backwards. Ah, Esper! My, that is a very powerful move. In that case, Espoor, let us try to use one of our other powerful moves. Let's use Signal Beam! And this one is going to hit. Now it'll be 31 special. Give me the good old 31 special, hey? Yep. <laughs> Alright, so I'll take 23. Now we find ourselves in an interesting predicament. But the true Pokemon battle has begun, but if Esper is able to if you are able to land the next hit, then you have to deal with my second Pokemon. That certainly is uh, the case. Alright, let's keep it up. Let's go with that liquidation again, buddy. Nope, can't every other turn. Was it every other turn? Yeah. Oh, that's what EOT means. I've been meaning to ask what that means. I've been trying to adjust them on all the other moves, but sometimes I miss them. Okay. Alright, then we're gonna go with a vice grip. Let's just show them how strong this claw, this one claw of yours is. 15. That's gonna hit. 32. Okay, describe taking out this Esper. 
I'm gonna. It grabs one of its arms and just kind of just cr- cr- crunches it until it it comply. Like it complies. It 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 shows its submission. Yikes! That's yeah. kind of dark, actually. I couldn't think of it any. Like it's literally just crushing something. <laughs> uh, the only thing is maybe like I crush its head. Like okay, so it grabs the head of the claws and squeezes. And Esper just kind of becomes unconscious, yeah, and faints. <laughs> my, what a vicious attack! Esper, return. Now you will have to contend with my second Pokemon. I choose Porygon, <laughs> and this Porygon is predominantly blue with pink highlights. Hmm. Cool. Gun, 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 That's cool. They come in different variations. Yes. And now when my Porygon activates its trace ability, it'll copy the ability of your Krabby. And Porygon kind of shimmers and shines, and then like an extra layer kind of grows over it, and it copies Krabby's shell armor. And next up, to ensure we are ready for the next attack, we are going to use Sharpen. And then additionally, the Porygon, like, it just gets sharper. Shing. That's what looking safe. I wouldn't run around with that in my hands. What's Krabby gonna do? Alright, buddy, I believe in you. We're gonna go for another liquidation. 14. And that one will hit. 44. So, Purigon gets blasted, but it just kind of shakes it off. Fear not, Purigon. You are still in good company. However, I believe Sharpen may have been the incorrect maneuver. Let us instead try our conversion. Porygon shimmers and the colors shift and it becomes black and purple. Oh, that's weird. Uh, Alright, let's keep it going with another vice grip. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Oh, eight. Well, that's still gonna hit. Oh, yeah. If I remember correctly, it was 32. Oh, Porygon is just barely hanging on. Porygon, gun, gun. Fruit not Porygon, you're not let deleted. Now we will try and end this with a dark pulse. Ooh, sound fun. Oh, that is still going to hit. <laughs> Porygon, a wave of darkness bursts forth from Porygon. It's going to do 35 special. That's going to knock him over. No! Okay, buddy, you did your best. I'm proud of you. All right. Has Buggy Rogers fought? No, I haven't had a chance to that. Yeah, you know what? Tough your debut, Buggy. Come out, bud. My buggy bud. Yeah, yeah, I haven't used him because I got him at level 10, so I was trying to give other people a chance. But I might as well get him in one match at least. What? No, he's level 11 now. Yeah, and as soon as I bring him out, um, so no, that would re- uh, reset the... No, it would be your turn when Oh, it, comes it would out. be turn K. Right, so I'm gonna start with a water gun. 10. How much damage? Special. 22. Okay, and with that water gun, Porygon scoots back a few feet, and then just kind of lowers down to the ground and tips over. <laughs> and Cameron returns Porygon, and then he puts his head in his chin. Interesting. You have defeated me. Quite soundly at that. Well, perhaps you are just as strong as Ashley says you are. And he gives you a little grin. <laughs> Thank you, I take that as a compliment. I, mean, I shouldn't take it any other way, but... He walks over to you. Here, to help you on your future journeys. And he gives you a pair of Max Revives. 
Oh, perfect! Oh, that that's great. I. This will certainly help when I'm exhausted on trying to revive my Pokemon on my own. <laughs> the equipment certainly helps because it's tiring sometimes to do it on my own. Yes. Of course, maybe someday, with the help of the Lagos Foundation, everyone will be able to revive their Pokemon very quickly. With this! And he pulls out this device. It kind of looks like a t-shirt cannon. Because <laughs> it's this big, like, red and pink device, and it's got a tube that you can put stuff in. And he loads the two Pokeballs in, and then he closes the top, and then he presses a button, and some pink lights kind of swirl up and down the sides, and then there it goes, ding! He opens it up, pops more balls out, and he releases them again. Gone, gone, gone. Esper! And they're looking good as new. Cool. Nice. Technology is crazy. It's gonna put us Pokemon Rangers out of a job. Oh, don't worry. I'm sure the Pokemon Rangers will still be a very useful asset to the entire world. This will simply make your jobs much easier. Yeah, I suppose. Well, that was a pretty good battle. Uh, yeah, we need. We should probably go see the parents now. All right, my parents. Yeah. So, uh, cool battle, cool demonstration. Hope to see that. Oh, did somebody write down the, those? Uh, I was given the revives. How many were they? Two max. All right. I'm gonna give June a message while I'm here. I'm gonna. We're we're close to the city, so I'm not gonna bother. I'm just gonna carry my crabby. Into the si- no, it looks bad. You're just carrying an unconscious crabby. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to use one of my my healing. Really, you're almost at the city. Yeah, I'll just put it back in the pokeball. All right, so you guys arrive in Sandgem Town, a beautiful coastal city. It used to be a very small town, but slowly it has been growing because it's now more of a touristy place. So you see some cabins that people can rent. You do see a very tall building, and based on the decor and the architecture, that's probably the Alolan Embassy. You also see several just casual houses of people who live here full time. You see one that has a very large expanse of ranch behind it. Hmm. So which one's your guys' place, Gabe? Oh, it's the ranch right there. Whoa. Cool. Well, let's go. <laughs> so you head on over there. You can get to the door. The door is unlocked. Yeah, don't worry. We we, we always we, we don't believe in locking it. So <laughs> you did. I'm sorry. It's habit. <laughs> I'm like guessing... a vampire. I have to be welcomed in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing Gabe just opens the door. Yeah. Hello. Uh, there's no response. You get inside, you look around. I'm gonna say that the kitchen is near the door, and when you get there, there's a note that left, and it basically says, Dear Gabriel, in case you and your friends arrive here before we get back from our trip, don't worry. There's plenty of lasagna in the fridge, the bathrooms have been freshly restocked, and all the Pokemon out back are happy to see you. Cool. Nice. Oh yeah, I wonder if there's any new guys in. Also, don't touch the lasagna. I don't trust them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where are you going in the house? Uh, I mean, he, he, he kind of said it. He's going to check the back and see if there's any right. Pokemon back there. Well, I guess we should do the battle. So, oh, here's my humble abode. Um, humble. Nothing too, nothing too special about it. Kitchen, living, living room, which 
It's actually fairly clean. They usually just dump off all the stuff that they're going to be taking on trips, but given that they're out right now, they took everything. So this is probably the most orderly living room you're going to see at the time. Um, as we walk by, go by my room. It's like, oh, they haven't touched my room. Here's my room. It's very exactly. humble. It's just basic. You see, oh no, no, it is not basic. You just see like wrestling posters everywhere. Oh wow. <laughs> you're obsessed. Just a little bit. That was because of my grandpa. Okay. My yeah. grandpa used to be a wrestler. Oh no, I written it. It's at home. I'll, I'll I'll get more into that later. He had okay. there there is a name. It's like so, uh, that's a whole other story, but he was awesome. Probably was. Yeah. <laughs> so we heard that there's a whole bunch of Pokemon out back. Yes. And yeah, that's that's the end of it. I'm not gonna show you my parents' room because it's a mess. It's always a mess. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> but awesome. there's the door to it. And here's the door to the back. And I open up the door to the ranch. And as soon as you open the door, you hear... Hurdy, hurdy, hurdy! Mighty, 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 And two Pokemon run at you guys. One is a big, tough-looking dog-type Pokemon. Except it's only got three legs. It's missing one of the back legs. So it's just kind of mm-hmm. doing the hop lever thing yeah. and the other one is another dog like Pokemon it's got like a big fluffy kind of mustache on its face and it's in one of those little wheelie carriages that oh. the dogs have behind it and so they run up and I guess we're just smothered in dark kisses yeah well they, they go right to Gabriel they yeah. basically knock him over and start giving yeah. him kisses uh, hey guys pull up Pokedexes <laughs> <laughs> Every the audacity time. of you guys who want to learn about the world around you. Oh, wait. It's gonna be level up. Sure. <laughs> I trust that you guys are keeping track of it. Yeah. No. I'm gonna depend on these guys. Because they're the ones who are just freaking Pokedex I'm assuming Pokedex you guys are all at the same like, speed and level. I'm just by habit. I'm just gonna follow their, their lead. Mighty Yenna, the bite Pokemon. It chases down prey in a pack. It will never disobey the commands of a skilled trainer. Herdier, the loyal dog Pokemon. It has a cape. It has a black cape-like fur that is very hard and decreases the amount of damage it receives. This very little Pokemon helps trainers and also takes care of other Pokemon. So as you can see, this, these are our two prime joys. There are our, our Pokemon herders. This, this is Herdy and All Might. That's good, I like those. And then you remember you remember something that one of the Pokemon had a habit of doing. And so you lift up the fur cape on the back of Hurdy. And there's a little green bug underneath. Spinarak! Pokedex. (laughs) Spinarak, the string spit Pokemon. It lies still in the same pose for days in its web, waiting for its unsuspecting prey to wander close. And when you look at the picture of the spin rack and the picture in the Pokedex, you may notice it's also missing two of its legs. Aww. Aww. A lot of Pokemon seem to lose their legs, huh? Or at least lose the use of them. Yeah, it's a very common injury. I mean, they're the easier ones to cope with, so... Okay. So, what's this one called? Scarlet. And so now, 
basically I'm just guessing Gabe goes around introducing everyone to the Pokemon that his family has taken care of and is helping. Some of them are just exactly the kind of Pokemon you expect to find, but there are plenty of others who have disabilities or have been hurt in some way. You see some Pidgeys and Talos that are recovering from broken wings. There's an old deaf Dodrio that oh. keeps cawing. And then beside it, beside it, there's an Ursa Ring that looks very old and grizzled, and he just kind of, whenever it makes noise, he just kind of like puts his paw on its heads and it shushes. <laughs> Um, There'll probably be some uh, a couple of like more hardcore cages for those who are just really indocile. Yeah, you do see some newer Pokemon. There's a Rhyhorn that has a crack along its side, and it's in a cage. But you're also like, there's another ranger there who's helping Comet, and like you guys pass and you guys wave hello. hello. Hi. <laughs> um, in another cage, there's an Exeggutor. And it almost seems like it's not used to the boost in psychic powers that it got when it evolved, oh. because uh, the cage keeps like rattling without it touching it, and the Zector looks really concerned. But again, there's another ranger there who's like trying to calm it, to being very soothing, like spreading some incense to help it like get in touch with that kind of part of itself yeah. now. Um, also not in a cage, you see a deli bird, and the deli bird is something that you haven't seen here. You've never had your, seen your parents with a deli bird. Well, that's a new buddy. Pokedex! <laughs> have we come across with Elibird already? I can't remember. We should probably start recording which Pokemon we have uh, we've actually Pokedexed. Joey trembles in fear at the sight. Delibird! Delibird, the delivery Pokemon. It carries food all day long. There are tales about lost people who were saved by the food it had. And it's got its tail feathers like wrapped up into kind of a bushel and there's something really big in there. Oh. And it looks like it's struggling to get out. Uh, uh-huh. Oh no. <laughs> I walk over and like, hello Mr. Delibird. And Delibird sees it lights up like, Delibird! And it opens its tail up and reaches in <laughs> and it hands you a pair of Pokemon coupons. What the? And then your sister bursts out. <laughs> supposed to be in this town. It's a beach. Why are deli birds at the beach? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jillian's on the floor laughing. Just, oh, oh my god, this is too good. So, this is so good. So, uh, Belle leans over to Jillian and is like, so should you tell your sister or should I? No, no, this runs in the family. Uh, <laughs> and as Jillian's laughing, Delibird works over and starts to like just kind of push him headfirst into the tail bag. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I grabbed Jillian by the ankles and dragged it out. <laughs> Bird just kind of chuckles, kind of ruffles his tail feathers so they go back to normal size, and then it flies away on its stubby little wings. How does that thing even fly? It seems very aerodynamically implausible. <laughs> yeah, so huh. your brother managed to piss off the entire Murkrow Mafia. Um, yeah, that that sounds on brand for our family. Really, we just don't have good luck with birds. Yeah, specific, like, it's not with all flying types. We're good with bats and dragons for some reason. Yeah, plenty of bugs. Bugs we're fine with. It's just birds. Just birds. Except for this one. Ambry on Melody. Oh, 
You've got a Chadot. Yeah. Wait, I can't remember. Did you introduce the Chadot to her? Uh, no, I didn't. I think you did. Did I? I feel like you did. Well, maybe. We'll just we can pretend that happened off screen if we're yeah. wrong. Oh yeah, I re oh yeah, I remember you caught a Chadot. Really interesting how this one doesn't want to peck our eyes out. I don't get it either. Peck our eyes out! No. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Well, well, that's a chat-out. I'm guessing it's just like that. Yeah, it just repeats whatever I say, or you say, or they say. Mainly what I says. What I says! Yeah. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> She's a ball. Maybe it doesn't know it's a bird. That's a fair assessment. Also, how you doing, June? Besides that... Besides the story of my life <laughs> that keeps happening... <laughs> June, you have like a Matang, a fucking Glalie, like yeah. shit that can oh, deal with great. me. Oh, great. is probably out of his mind worried about me because last thing I remember, I was on the beach and then I was airborne. And then she looks around. Oh, wait, no, here he comes. And then you guys look in like the far end of the ranch and this blur of green and white vaults over the fence. <laughs> Bishonen sparkles everywhere. <laughs> And it runs up to June, and it stops and, like, whips out its arms in a fighting pose, and it looks around for any danger, and it sees there isn't any, and then it just kind of slumps over. Galade! <sighs> it's, <sighs> it's all good, Galade. Yeah, don't worry, Kamina. It was just another bird. It's not your fault. It could have happened to anyone. Galade! And it just kind of face palms. <laughs> <sighs> Enjoy the beach. Oh, the beach is great. It is. It's quite enjoyable. I'm going to spend as long as the, on the beach as humanly possible. You should probably set up like some sort of defense system, just in case. Yeah. Like, shouldn't Spike be able to just take out literally anything that gets near? See, he should be able to, but uh, you know, Spike. Skilling okay. and cut to Spike doing what? Um, just lying face down in the sand and screaming. He has some special Pokemon on him, you know that? Listen, I love them, and they're perfect. They are perfect, and, I agree. And Tachikoma is very excitable, and they've never been to the beach before, <laughs> and Spike just gets easily frustrated. I He wanted to build a sandcastle. <laughs> Well, he's also a ball of ice. Yeah, he has no arms. I tried to help. He just got frustrated. <laughs> I'm just glad he didn't try to eat another kid. What? 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 <laughs> oh, right. You're too young to remember. Oh, God. Uh, okay, what happened? Julian was very young. <laughs> and on Halloween, he decided... I'm gonna go as a steak! <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Spike was really hungry, and he had just evolved into a Glalie, which I don't know if you guys have seen Glalie before, but they're basically giant balls of ice made of a mouth. <laughs> I, I... I don't like thinking about this. <laughs> That's why I, we repress. I, I thought I was gonna die that night. <laughs> I thought this was it. This is this is the end of my story. I mean, the way Dad tells it, you did die for like 
20 <laughs> seconds. <sighs> well, he might have done it again. No, my soul's just dead. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the washing machine. Oh, yeah! I got hit in the face by a washing machine. What kind of appliance repairman did you piss off to get hit in the head with a washing machine? Well, it was more of a road on. Okay, never mind. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Being wielded by a rather inept Interpol agent. I mean, now when you think about it, when you have a cop throwing washing machines at people, that just goes back around to weird. (laughs) She also no, does it? That just means she's the clean cop. (laughs) June just leaves. (laughs) No, no, come back. She, she, Don't mind she, him! She links arms with Kamina and they teleport away. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he still knows teleport? Wow. It's like, my hands up, it's like, what? It's not dirty humor. I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium is a super fun network podcast. To stay updated on other SFN podcasts, follow us at RealSFN on Twitter. You can also follow Tanner at SparkyUpstart, Lindsay at LindsayM476, Ryan at RyanMitchellHTV, and Duncan at CloudheadDuncan.